my god, we're back. Wow. <laughs> it was uh, only yesterday. <laughs> no, it's been a long time. Uh, we've had a lot going on. One could say life happened in very many ways. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. Um, I had a baby. I'm alive, so my fears were... <laughs> You know, my fears were valid. I, I don't care. My fears were valid, but I'm here. Yeah. My baby's here. He's good. He's him and Wilder have figured out how to tag team. And so it, it's getting <laughs> kind of crazy around here or wait, crazier. Wait. It's been crazy. How, how old is Thorin right now? Um, He is. uh, Well, what? Oh, today, actually. He's nine months today. So that just means the last time that we did an episode was practically nine months ago or a little bit earlier. So that's how long it's been. Yeah, it's been a long ass time. I had a baby. I'm about to move. I was supposed to move on Monday and I'm not even going to get into it because I will literally make myself mad. Um, but people didn't do their fucking jobs. And so now we're not moving till Monday, which we're not even moving on Monday. We're closing on Monday because people didn't do their jobs. Um, which means the moving doesn't start till Tuesday. And it's a really hectic week. Like Thorin has surgery. It's a whole thing. Oh um, my God. I can't so imagine being I was in like, your face. Ugh. This is why I was like, this is why it needed to be this week. <laughs> I scheduled everything out, but it is what it is. Yeah, but you know what, though? Uh, speaking of moving, I mean, I had to move. Yeah. I moved to a completely yeah. different state, you guys. like, it's, Yes, you moved uh, very far. I've, well, not very far, but I'm not down the road no. anymore. You know, and It's more than 20 minutes, so it's <laughs> very far. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I moved from North Carolina all the way down to the Sunshine State. Uh, this actually happened in Should June. be called the Humidity State. Girl, not where I'm at right now. I mean, during the summer, yes, it was god awful. Right. I was in the devil's anus the whole fucking summer. But let's oh. be real. Yeah, but let's be real. It's actually been very nice here. Like, we've been in the low 80s, upper 70s. It's been windy. It's been a little bit gloomy. I'm, I'm all for a gloomy day. Thank you. See, you're right there. Like, you're like, what if you sink? What if there's a tsunami? Hurricanes. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh. Did you watch the documentary Earth Storms on Netflix? I did. There was an episode on hurricanes. Okay, so speaking of hurricanes, okay, so I, not to give away where I'm exactly at, but I am in Central Florida. So I'm kind of closer to the southern part of Central Florida. So we're right there, kind of closer to like the southwest area. But however, we don't get hurricanes like they do down in like Naples and Fort Myers. We, we, like we had Idalia that came through and not to get too caught off because we have a great episode today, but we had Idalia that came through and man, we had some good gusts, but it really, if the only thing that really happened is that a little bit of my screen on my porch kind of broke, but, but the real big thing is that I've noticed that this area is prone to sinkholes. I guess there was a really big one. (gasps) Yeah, there was a really I big one that was in that. Lakeland. There was a which I'm not in Lakeland, but there was a giant one that fucking appeared a few months back, and I'm like, okay, like 
I'm, that's the one thing I'm really terrified of is a fucking sinkhole. I don't want my life to end because something decided to open up in the ground and it just takes my whole house along with me. So, um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. other than that, it's, it's actually, that. you know, it's, it's been a very stressful few months. And so I personally had to take mm-hmm. a break from doing our podcast, but now that we're finally kind of at an area in our lives where we can just sit down and enjoy watching our documentaries and stuff and do this like we are back i don't know about you but i never stopped watching documentaries that's like all i've been doing and if you got obviously uh any listener likes documentaries there have been some really really great ones and then some really weird ones like and then i tried to make it through the people's list of best like true crime documentaries oh, but a God. couple of them were seasons instead of like oh, a I movie like so I, haven't, I don't like that i don't like I haven't, seasons yeah i haven't made oh. I, ha- I do for some things like the vow that's two parts and that's worth watching um but i mean there's some crazy ass shit i tell you what <laughs> like oh my the one i'm watching right now is about a cult called mother god it's on hbo it's insane you have to, you have to watch it and then i've watched the one i'm uh get gaudy because uh, i'm italian everyone always assumes i like have affiliation with the mob because i'm italian and my dad's from brooklyn and i'm like what and so i was, felt obligated to learn about my hmm. roots right <laughs> and uh so oh my there's a lot but well speaking of mobs um, though not to get caught off again but my family so your family's from the brooklyn area well your mom's from tampa okay so let's not really get my mom was a military brat so she was from a little bit of everywhere and when she met my dad they were in tampa okay so your your dad's from brooklyn all that my family's originally from chicago okay and there's always been this story which Mm. i'm probably saying this story wrong but my great-grandfather used to play poker with al capone in their basement mind you my family's hungarians we're not like italian at all but but yeah he used to play poker with but you're like a cousin we're, we're the cousins, I guess. We're knocking on the Italian door. But yeah, that I, I keep hearing that story. And I'm like, well, I mean, if anything happens, at least my, my family, I guess, is safe. Because Al Capone, if they're friends, I mean, come on now. But anyways, Emily, let's not get too caught it's up. It's all we about have, who you know, it's all about who which you is know. similar to this. Oh, yeah. In a way, it's about who you know. But um, I got to say, so with the holidays and everything, somehow Harry Potter has become a holiday movie i guess because there's like snow and a couple christmas scenes in a few of them i don't understand it and it's thanksgiving is tomorrow and this documentary is a great way to remind you what to be thankful for oh yes um just to you see how i did that there i like that Uh, (laughs) and um it just I didn't I didn't really know what to expect. I vaguely remember hearing about something like this, but honestly, I think I I'll be honest, I probably was just like, well, you're a stunt person, it's a risk, it comes with it. And then I watched this and that's just like 
he had mm-hmm. the same kind of mindset about it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I this don't guy know. was just so. You want to be friends with this guy. So just to give you a side on what we're talking about, our documentary today is David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived. It's a HBO original. It's on Max. Um, it was probably on cable, maybe. Um, and it just came out it's an hour and a half long. And Daniel Radcliffe is in it. And it is about his stunt double who was with him throughout the entirety Uh, or almost the entirety of the series, uh, David Holmes and their friendship and basically his life story and what happened because, and I loved what he said in the beginning, like everyone knows Harry Potter, but no one knows what happened to me. And in all fairness, he didn't want people. He didn't want people to know is what he said. He's like, now I'm ready. And, I like that. That's awesome. And also, I feel like he didn't really want to damper Harry Potter because it's such a it's Harry freaking Potter. But in this guy, man, terrible things always happen to the most amazing people. I know. know. It makes me feel like shit. And I'm like, not like to pit for pity for him or anything, because he's not the type of man who would want pity. Uh, but in the sense of like, I've been struggling a lot with postpartum depression and just, uh, like we'll, we'll umbrella it with my mental health has not been super awesome. Right. <laughs> so I've been a little Oscar the Grouch and <laughs> this this and fucking, fucking David is just so positive and like, I hate to be say this phrase, but it's like he seems to light up a room when he comes in with his person. He has such a presence about him yeah. um, with his personality. He is just such a good character. And uh, I can see why a lot of yeah. people gravitated towards him whenever he was on set. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe said it to himself like he thinks of him as his brother, you know. And another thing, too, is um, David always referred to him i was like you know what yeah i'm a few years older than him but i always thought of him as a mate and not just a kid because you have to think when harry potter first <laughs> came peer. out mm-hmm. yeah when harry potter he was first came like out eight ten no, he, i think he was like so i know daniel radcliffe is a year older than me so i was 11 when the first movie came out and i think when they shot it i think he was nine nine or ten um well, I, when he got cast i know he was a lot younger than when they started filming uh, yeah all i know is that the first movie came out in 2001 uh and it's just every year just another one came out bam 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 it doesn't bam, bam. feel like that was that long ago it really like, doesn't but and it's that was fucking 20 20 plus years ago <laughs> feels like it was 10 years ago and what's crazier is they hold up i love a movie that holds up well and you we grew up with the films and the films grew up with you no i don't read i tried i tried i fell asleep (laughs) i can't do it i can't just sit there and read and i even like my mom got me the audio book and i would sit there with the audio book and the book i was like what's the point of sitting here with a fucking book being read (laughs) at 
it's no different. I'm still <clears throat> bored. Yeah. And I mean, I wish I enjoyed reading and I would like to like I'm trying to read it with Evie. Um, and <laughs> we're not getting very far, but we watched <laughs> all the movies. Yeah, but even I, the like, movies left a lot of things out, though. But I know. <laughs> and I've heard that. And that's why I fully support this being a series and not just oh, a I'm series of films. I'm excited for Like, if series. you're going to do it, do it right. I'm all for it. Um, yeah. And there's oh, this yeah. Hallmark uh, ornament of nearly headless Nick that I want so badly. Ugh, I love but the Harry Potter. Anywho, let me tell you. Let um, me tell you. Before we get to off topic, mm-hmm. uh, they brought out the the Whistling World of I forget I think it was like Hogwarts Legacy on uh, gaming devices. Man, I played hours of that game. It like I was yeah. so immersed and I felt like I was. It's a our generation student. Star Wars. Like what Star Wars was to our parents, Harry Potter is to us. And to the oh, Zoomers, yeah. it's like Twilight. And the younger millennials. Younger millennials, really, older uh, Zoomers, I Twilight. it's Twilight. Well, I hate Twilight. It's Twilight. so fucking stupid. That's another one that would be a good series. Hunger Games. Was uh, I love the Hunger Games. I just started it with Evie. But again, like all of those were stages of our lives but for each younger generation that's their Harry that's Potter their was thing mine. for the generation yeah. before Star Wars I believe it was Star Trek and before that I don't know what there was but like Doctor Who and the Twilight Zone and Lost in Space like I don't know if I got my like you know so Harry Potter was intrinsic I think is the right word intrinsic. I don't think that's the right word Intrinsic. Harry Potter was vital i don't know if it was the right word though it felt right in the moment though but harry potter was vital to so many of our childhoods and there is no harry potter movies without seeing david i just i just remember seeing the movie the first movie and just being just taken into this world of and mind you i didn't read the books either you know i played it off like i did but i didn't but here i am 11 12 years old just sitting in the theater and just being immersed into the shit and i'm just like i felt like i was there and i wanted to be hermione granger so my letter got lost Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be the one that got the trolls. I wanted to be the one that helped find the sorcerer stone, aka or the philosopher stone in the UK. They like to call it. But yeah, it's that's like, also uh, interesting. I just I love. Do you it. know what house you're in? Have you done the Pottermore okay. uh, yes. sorting? Okay. So, so I, <laughs> how long ago did you do it? Because we've did all it done again. it multiple times. I did it twice. Okay. My first time I did mm-hmm. it was years ago. I was put in mm-hmm. Slytherin and I understood that mm-hmm. shit to the core because I am a bitch. I am fucking mean. I feel like I will be that one that will want to take over the world type of feel. So I was put into Slytherin. I redid it again and it put me into Hufflepuff. And I'm like, why the fuck am I in <laughs> Hufflepuff? And then it dawned on Don't me. Don't talk shit about Hufflepuff. No, but then it dawned on me. I'm like, you know, Hufflepuff is like those creative motherfuckers, you know? And I just, I, I think. Or the, the weirdos. I just think of the people that just smoke weed and read their books or watch their movies or whatever. I actually yeah. saw a really cool TikTok where it's like the people put in Ravenclaw, sit and drink alcohol and listen to Deftones while the fucking people. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like you don't meet a lot I don't meet a lot of Ravenclaw but during 
trick-or-treating, there's a little girl dressed like Ravenclaw. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a choice. Did she choose Ravenclaw or did her mother? Like, you know, because know, what kid chooses Ravenclaw? Yeah, it's either, but, um, it's either yeah, so, usually it's just Slytherin or Gryffindor, I mean, or maybe Hufflepuff. But, you know, OK, you know, it was really cool. The Rock is a fucking Hufflepuff. The fucking Rock I is a Hufflepuff. Evie is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Um, I used to be a Slytherin and then I tested again uh, in my 20s and was Hufflepuff and have been Hufflepuff oh. up until recently. And now I'm back now? in Slytherin and I was like, <laughs> and my mom's like, you tried to be in Slytherin. I was like, no, I legit just answered the questions as honestly as I could and I got put in Slytherin and I'm not cunning or anything I can be bitchy sure but it's more so just you know the tism not giving me boundaries on what not to say <laughs> well, <laughs> but, we, can, um, we can be feather Slytherins together because really I'm, I do I'm feel just like grumpy I'm all the time I'm, I feel me like too. me and Alan Rickman just be there with our ugh, Turn to page three hundred and ninety-four. I would be that student that would be like, Professor Snape, I need help on this potions answer. You'd be like, fuck off, <laughs> fuck off, get out of my Which office. Is probably why I would be a Slytherin. So here lately, when someone asks me something or I'm overwhelmed, in my head the first thing I say is fuck off and die. Like I don't actually mean it. I don't mean it at all, but like that's the first thing that pops in my head, and sometimes it accidentally comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, oh, this is why we match so well together. (laughs) I'm like, Jeremy was like, damn. I was like, I don't mean it. It just makes me feel better. Sometimes you just gotta fucking say it. I'm sorry. I mean, there's I'm right there with you. You get a glimpse of us, and David is definitely a fucking Gryffindor. For sure. (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't like, you know, do that at all. You Um, know what? I'm surprised. Like, say his house, but I think they wanted to make it about him. I'm surprised they didn't show the video of him getting injured. I'm sorry. Not to be morbid. I'm glad they didn't. They they showed (sighs) the first part of it, but I don't want to see a man They didn't show much of anything. They showed him standing there, and then they took it right before they jerked him. I'm just sorry. I'm I'm that person. No, you saw the first part of him being... But not the actual injury, though. Like I'm with I his dissect- personality, though. Yeah. With his personality, though, he's like, no one needs to see that. Like we don't do, need though. to dissect it. Like, well, of course we are. We grew up in a very uh, unsanitized culture of media oh, and this just is my being oversaturated self, with. This is my morbid yeah, self. like. I think a therapist would call it an intrusive thought, but oh god, <laughs> um, it, that's a whole other ballpark. But <laughs> David had—he knew instantly that he broke his neck, which I was like, "How?" Oh, but man. they didn't really delve into it. But I was extremely impressed by what he was saying in the midst of ha- having a like just having his neck broken. He was like. My neck is broken and it's this type of spinal injury, blah, blah, blah. He like 
when the doctor went to tell him his diagnosis, prognosis, whatever, um, he was like, don't tell me. I'm going to tell you and you tell me if I'm wrong. And he said his injury like and she was like, yep. And I, I was just so impressed that he knew exactly what it was. Yeah, which wasn't means it wasn't this, like a complete injury, you is do, what he said? Like a complete injury? I don't remember the... I didn't take notes <laughs> um, no, you're good. for this one or else I would have it. But um, yeah, he knew exactly what type of injury it was. And I thought it just really showed how much he loved his job. Like when you love something, uh, yeah. you completely immerse yourself in it and you hyper focus on it. And he obviously did that. And he's been stunting since he was a little kid. Uh, he did what lost in space or something was his uh, something. first one also, when he was like yeah. nine. Yeah. And he also was in uh, Bedazzle with which uh, I can't. What the fuck is Elizabeth Hurley is her name. Liz, I love that movie. And Brandon Fraser. I, I fucking seen love that movie. It's me either, but it's worth a rewatch. I just remember Elizabeth Hurley in uh, the first Austin Powers. Movie. I was trying to figure out what possible stunt could he have done in that, but I don't think he did stunt. I think he was just one know. of the classmates in the the movie. He was in. Yeah, I saw the scene. Like they showed the scene that he was in, um, in the classroom and. Elizabeth Hurley, or as he calls her, Liz Hurley. Um, Liz Hurley. It's being all sexy and erasing yeah. homework on the board. Can, can, I, can I say, though, besides, besides David, um, you know, there's two people that I really just want to talk about and how fucking awesome are. The first one is, of course, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, he's the one that actually played Harry Potter, and he always makes it makes an attempt to go see his friend. His brother is what it is. His brother, no matter where he's at, he did say that he lives mostly in New York now. Uh, but every time he goes back to London, he always makes a point to go see him. And he was just, you know, he was there from him, from the accent from day one. Even even before, I mean, they hung out all the time. They were whatever. But, you know, mm -hmm. he Yeah, just... that's one thing I thought was... Sorry to cut you off. No, you're uh, good. One thing I thought was interesting was everyone always likes to group him, Rupert, and Emma, um, who played Harry, uh, Ron, and Hermione together. It's like, yeah, and they're family, and they're great, and we did hang out a lot, but... If usually if you can find me, I was with David and um, the stunt Mark group. or just the other stunt group. And he thought he was going to be a stunt man. Like that's <laughs> how much they were only a couple years older than each other. But they look so far oh, up no. they, they to were each years other. Older. They were years older. And one thing that stuck out was um, Daniel had said that, you know, I'm an only child. And I, he just kind of went around saying, are you my brother? Are you my brother? Oh and my God. I really relate to that, to where, you know, you're looking for connection in people. I mean, I can't imagine growing up behind camera and especially in something this huge. Oh, it's like, huge. I, I couldn't imagine. And I love how David's like, yep, 
I did that, and then I spent my fortune on sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> oh my god! You know, so hear me out though for for their age. So I actually looked up his age because I was curious. Now Daniel Radcliffe is a year older than me. Like I said, I was born in ninety, so he was born in eighty nine. This motherfucker was born in eighty three. He did not. Yeah, he you looked, didn't get that from uh, I just, uh, his screen name has eighty three. <laughs> Yeah, well, afterwards, but I was just like, for his age, he looks like a young kid. He he looked like he is the same That's age. That's one thing. They showed the footage of him Holy doing shit. like the scenes, and I was like, "Gosh, he look." That's not Daniel. They look so similar. So I, like similar. it was uncanny. It was uncanny. It was kind of creepy at times, but. I can't he imagine. Was and then, good looking too. He was good looking was, too back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I couldn't help but notice was just how happy and carefree he was in all the scenes. And he says it multiple oh, yeah. times, like I have the best job in the world. And if I were to wake up tomorrow and be completely healed, I would go straight back to work, back to you know, doing just, that. You know, we just need to and, get him. Uh, we, we just need to find him some Skelligro. You know, the the dreadful tasting potion that heals the bones, even though it's very painful. <laughs> we need to find him some Skelligro. Yeah, just make sure the back. right person does it. <laughs> yeah, if back. only, right? I if mean, only. I just Shit. couldn't imagine. Just it really shows like how everything can change in an instant. Oh, I'm and, afraid every day something's something just little oh, little yeah. stupid shit happens, and then you end up breaking your spine or your neck, and you're like, well. I now know. I need someone to wipe my ass every single day or help me get out of bed every single day. Like, fuck. I was bouncing Thorin up and down after this, and I just, I caught a, couldn't help myself with the intrusive thought of, oh no, what if I bounce him too hard and dislodge his spine or something? But that's not the point of this documentary. Like, I feel like the last thing David would want is to inspire fear in people. Like, if that if you watch it and you kind of get a gist of him, you would really mm-hmm. get that from him. And he visits the gym to this day, just helping kids uh, in in the gym that he went to improve their uh, yeah, skill okay, and okay. So let give me, them let me advice. Tell you that was actually a little weirded out seeing that scene. I'm not going to lie. He was just in there. And I don't know if it's because Daniel was there with him at, whenever they recorded this. But I just felt awkward when he was talking to the young boys. It seemed like they didn't want to be there. Um, but it was. But yes. Yeah, so well, no, they're there. It is awkward. You're you have this huge star and uh, a former uh, gymnast who used to go there like who is in a wheelchair and stuff and they are children, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not like they hide their face or their emotions about like, I wonder what happened to him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. in a wheelchair. Yeah. But that's actually like really kids. cool. That's what they do. But it's really cool that he uh, does go there and he tries to, you know, brighten up their day. Be like, mm-hmm. look what, look, look where you were at. I was in your same shoes. Mm-hmm. And what I thought. I had a big sorry. dreams. No, just no, you're good. Having big dreams. What I thought was really cool was his friend who uh, works for him now, but didn't initially. It was like his best friend, Tommy. Tommy. 
Tommy Wells. Um, who, yeah, who just like right after this, just without anyone really asking, just picked up and basically became his caretaker for a lack of better words. And he doesn't even say like, oh, I'm his caretaker. Like now I work for him, but he's my best friend and I'm with him every day and we help each other. And uh, David just showers him in appreciation and i mean he's like he knows when i need something just by looking at my face and that just shows how much of an imprint that david put on everyone's lives the fact that this man just dropped everything in his life and it's like what david said he is my legs he is my arms he is everything to help me live a good life but you know what's really crazy too so whenever the accident occurred mark the other stunt double offered to do that stunt not knowing that this was going to be the outcome Mm -hmm. just imagine if mark did it in the place of david i think think he definitely has some survivor's guilt which you think so he ended up He ended up. Picking. He ended up being, um, sorry, Harry Potter's uh, or Daniel's. Um, he didn't want to do it though. Stunt double after that. David was the only. He only wanted him to do it. No, he didn't want to do it. But my thought, I thought he was Draco's double. <laughs> I thought he looked like Draco. I was. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, all right, <laughs> and. Whatever. I mean, what do I know? Yeah, I can see it. I can see Not that that matters at all. No, but But, but he didn't want to do it, though. I just. You didn't want to. Yeah, no, and I totally get that. Like, it it just feels wrong. Not not because of the injury, but because just this should be. David should be here, not me. Like, Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Imposter syndrome. Didn't he say that he also got offered to do a stunt double for Robin uh, Hood or whatever? Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. Wow. Which, don't worry, he was better off with Harry Potter based off of that film. Uh, But it is a job and I get it. It's like something that he got on his own and, you know, kind of was going to branch off on his own. But how do you turn that down? I mean, you know, it's. I mean, yeah, look at your friend. And then he (laughs) he just he just yeah, he felt so bad as well, because I'm sure he felt like he might have because of his. uh, I, I don't know the right word to use, but because this happened to him, his career took off. And so I'm sure there's guilt. Like they hold a lot of guilt and that's like the last thing David wants, but you were yeah. human. It's only natural. I could only imagine and think, I want to be very, very clear if it wasn't before David is still alive today. Um, it's just, we can only reference him in the past tense based off of this documentary. Um, but no, he has an Instagram, which I did pull up. Let me find the handle. Oh, it's, real it's quick. David Holmes 83. I wrote it down. So, Here yeah. Here go. David Holmes um, 83. Yeah. Maybe I pulled it up on my. Well, I know what phone. we, what we could know. do. We can, we could post it in our little about this uh, pod, well, about this episode. We'll post it in a yeah. little thing so you could definitely take a peek. You should definitely follow him. I think. You know, having someone who's just, you know, 
is very positive and very optimistic in life. I think it's good to have that on your Instagram just it's to kind of see the presence. But you know what else he does? He does and a freaking podcast, wow. just like us. He does a podcast. And you know what this I'm podcast not surprised. Called? He's probably motiva- motivational as fuck. You know what this What's is called? called? Cunning stunts. C U N N I N G. Cunning. Cunning stunts. I don't know. Would he be a Slytherin? Using uh, words like cunning. That's like the top word in Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, I haven't really taken a peek of his podcast, but I'm assuming it's just talking about stunts and then maybe talking about people who are also paralyzed in a wheelchair or people who also got paralyzed in stunts and sense stuff can't Uh, even talk i feel like it might be motivational um it's definitely because i know when he became paralyzed initially what he didn't have feeling um in his back chest or legs and then he had a rare like one percent of spinal injuries this happens to and again i didn't take notes so i apologize i I don't have the name of what it's called but yeah basically what it is is a cyst on his spine and it's caused a lot of issues and now he doesn't have most feeling i believe in his right arm um Mm -hmm. and his fearful of it happening to his left but he's trying to stay positive and in the documentary you see him talking to basically his closest buds and saying like at any point um everything can change but we're not going to dwell on that but i want you to be prepared mm-hmm. and i mean god what a fucking guy like i want to have drinks that's with him. The, at the, that's him protecting and his friends instead of himself and the movie company they didn't really talk about like the finances or like suing or anything but um he said that pretty much the movie company is taking care of it and taking care of him as they should insurance baby Um, insurance baby yeah they were like we have insurance there's going to be some legal stuff but don't worry, you're taken care of. And I mean, what a breath of fresh air it's that not, is. It's not, it's not, it wasn't Could you David's imagine? fault, though. It wasn't David's fault, though. They were the ones no, that No, it was a series him. of technical errors. Um, somebody didn't do their math correctly or something. David pretty much refuses to look into it. Uh, he's like, what good will it do getting somebody fired? Like, my life's ruined. I'm not going to ruin somebody else's. That's like, crazy, that's what I'm kind of person he is. I, just, I'm the opposite. I will well, be his like, mom was bitter and wanted vengeance and, you know, justice. Uh, rightfully so. It's totally understandable. But when david told her that she was like well if he's not holding on to anger and resentment then why should i which i imagine is hard i hold a grudge like nobody's business yeah that's Um, i'm just like oh man i would go so deep and fire this motherfucker and take all the money he pretty much said yeah i couldn't help but think of that situation that's happening right now with alec baldwin and I then, think of course, subsequently, the crow. Didn't, well, yeah, didn't, he was still charged. Down. Yeah, but they... they well, didn't I'm sure the they're charges. just keeping it out of the medium. They I don't think the, so. No, they did. They dropped his charges. I read about it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, they, they resumed well, filming. They resumed filming in New Mexico. For rust, I guess that's, that's a what decision. 
yeah, the fact to that be they, able to the fact that they continued the fucking movie is beyond me. I mean, I I want to look it up, but I, I don't want to look I, it up. You know, somebody somewhere there was like, it's what she would have wanted. Bullshit. I'm sure what she would have wanted is to go home to her kid. Like that's a incredible error. Like this is those two, this situation and those two situations are like the worst possible outcomes. I mean, but as they point out, things could always be worse. Things could always Don't be worse. I fucking know but it. I will say what a what a at first there was a lot of depressing things in this documentary and I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. See, I wasn't depressed by it though. I was just he was so positive. It was just the fact that they showed all these scenes for when he was in Harry Potter and you could tell how much he fucking loved this shit. And then all of a sudden, I it's mean, just this ear to ear grinning. I mean, just and then now he's in this wheelchair and I know he's trying to be optimistic, but, you know, he's also having issues because as as the months progress and he even did 18 months later, it's like he's now really losing feeling and he's worried that like it's going to be gone. And then just imagine losing speaking and all that. And I'm just like, man, everything happens always to good people. And this poor man yeah. who really is just puts himself you know after everybody wants everyone to be happy is now going through this and you know and and everyone else is moving on with their lives having kids you know you know doing all sorts of things and then here's this man that just is now wheelchair bound and he's losing more and more function in different parts of his body you're really pointing it out there <laughs> I just, you know, I, I think about that. Like, damn, just like, <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm just, I'm an outsider. No, I in. get it. No, you're saying what in. I think people are thinking. I'm just like, man, you know, like, I just, I'm so happy though that he did put this story out because there's been a lot of, I don't know, weirdness when it comes to people who are in wheelchairs and who are paraplegic or quadriplegic and you know putting it putting it out there like you know what though we're still here we have lives you know it is what it is one thing that he was incredible as well as when he was in the hospital um also did you notice how the british say uh he was at hospital not the hospital it's always just hospital like i was just like why Uh, okay well um anywho while he was there he was talking about how he was the only person who just went to work that day there was a person who was stabbed as a hate crime another one was blown up in war and the other one oh i can't recall but uh, something terrible happened to the other person as well and all he did was get up and go to work and he pointed that out um and what so what do you say that that day was just a shit show or that that whole chain of events just bad things happen and then he's a, a shit thing happened to him well, yeah, and uh, he he was, in he just how he was saying, um, like he was. How could he feel bad? How could he feel bad about what happened to him when he was surrounded by hate? Like everyone in that hospital room with him were in there because of hate, 
And he was there because he was doing what he loved. I guess. I. Well, well that's what he said, not me. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I love his optimism. I don't even know if I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm just a really bitter person. I would fucking hate everybody in my life if I had this happen yeah, to me. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, if the, I definitely would not be... <laughs> the sport that he is yeah, I, mean, like, I just don't I think I'm that strong ding, 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 come. I need someone to turn me or I need someone to wipe my ass or I need someone to change my catheter out of my my fucking pee hole because this is my life now ding 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 oh no just put me out of my misery at this point shit but what if we have listeners who are in that situation and they're making the best out of it? Like, I definitely think that's part of the grieving process when something like that happens. Um, and I definitely would be the same way. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no, damning you or talking no, shit. I, I just <laughs> I'm trying to think like genuinely if that happened. Of course, I would be super mad i my first thought was like god how do i take care of three goddamn kids oh my like god this? i can't even imagine and there's gosh. people who do it and they're fucking champs i've seen instagram pick uh videos or I guess, pages i guess what it is and i'm just i like, guess Fuck. what it is is you're a strong how person bad, i'm how, not how severe is the injury though because paraplegic and quadriplegic are, are two different things like paraplegic like you still it, it depends on the injury too but you still have access to like your hands your arms like you still have movement it's like you're you're paralyzed from like the waist down but if you're a quadriplegic like you're full-on fucking in like you barely have movement in like your arms your legs like you're like full-on like messed up like i said there's there's different injuries for all that but he he said that he had a complete injury so therefore there is no way he would ever come back from it so I, I think for me, you, you know, anything could happen. I mean, shit, or I could easily tomorrow get into an accident, car accident or something. And I'm, you know, wheelchair bound. And then I would have to make, you know, my life around that. But, you know, and I say these things because I just can't afford to make. My life. <laughs> like, that's the thing. He has the, like, that's my thing. I he was at least lucky enough to have been injured where he was injured like while working for a huge movie company in one of the biggest uh franchises in human history (laughs) um like that is amazing circumstance if something like that happened to us it would be in today's economy especially it would be life ruining <laughs> financially, like for my family. I really hope I, I feel like I do have a couple of friends on who are in my on my Facebook who do have injuries. But I really want to like reach out and just kind of like hear their story on like how they, you know, with their accident and like how were they like the, the, the after like it happened and like the weeks after it and like how their mental state my slytherin's coming out i'm like i don't want to fucking talk to a stranger <laughs> well i just i need to not be so negative maybe it's on their instagram story so i don't have to talk to them 
Yeah, not well, because they're uh, yeah, paraplegic. Yeah. I just don't want to talk to them. You, it's your, it's your introvert. <laughs> my self. Slytherin, yeah, my Slytherin showing. No, I, I feel like mm. I'm right there too. I'm a big introvert. I think for me, I just I, I want to get out of this negative. Like mindset. I want friends, but I don't want to meet anybody. <laughs> well, okay, so anybody but that's listening, please send us an email. We'll all attach our email to our about us yeah, or like the description the for this. But no other than, but you know, other than that, I'm very happy we did watch this because it, it really showed that this mm-hmm. freaking awesome. It was really freaking cute too. I think guy. I'll show it to Evie. It has a good message to it. I won't show this to my son because I think he'll be bored with it. Not not to. Evie has a morbid curiosity. Oh, she'll, I love it. She, he might be bored with it, but um, I think she'll she really loves a good uh kind of underdog or like she likes a happy ending what can i say and even though it's not a happy ending his his personality is the happy ending and she will just love how hap like how positive okay she, he is she'll so, probably like sit up to me and be like it's, it's i love how okay pos- ending yeah. well, it's not it's not not a happy ending it's an okay ending no it basically I, ends with him preparing his friends that he could be completely paralyzed tomorrow or dead or something and yeah that's basically how it ends <laughs> he is paralyzed huh? he is paralyzed no, you mean i mean just like, like fully full on, full on paralyzed. so god you'll stop laughing yeah i'm so sorry that's what i mean though, fully paralyzed i really if you ever come stateside come have a drink with us i would love to have a drink with David Holmes and is that a milkshake? My siblings bring me. Oh my milkshake? god! This, this chick you. just got it. This chick just got is there a milkshake. A spoon. Preesh. What kind of Hell milkshake yeah. is it? Tell I our do users what kind munchies. of milkshake. Tell our users what kind of milkshake. It is you got. a cookout Oreo milkshake. Fuck but you! That's the secret so good. to the cookout Oreo milkshake. There's two secrets. Either you order double Oreo milkshake, which is an extra scoop of double stuffed Oreos, or you order Oreo and peanut butter. Oh, you lost me at peanut. You lost me at the peanut butter. Dead. I I only like peanut butter and a peanut butter sandwich. But it's a preference. I learned it from. Um, the parent trap. Get the where fuck out of here. Hallie. That's exactly what I was <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Hallie like, likes like her Oreos with peanut area. butter. You like it with peanut butter? Yeah, so I was like, let me try. I was really high and I was like, cook out. I was like, can I try the Oreos with peanut butter? <laughs> and they were like, yep, it's this much money. And I was like, mmm, this shit good. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, um, once again, this yeah. documentary is called David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, which is on Max, not Great a- a- HBO Max, but Max. Um, you just type that in, it'll pop in. It was only an hour and 30 some minutes long. Um, we will attach. Like 27. Something like that, but um, we will um, attach his. (laughs) We will attach his Instagram handle, also what his podcast uh, name is, so you can check that out. Uh, It is Cunning Stunts, C U N N I N G. Once again, I will put it in this uh, podcast episode about me thing. Um, Emily, so where are we taking Mm -hmm. this uh, this podcast? Are we are we going to kind of stick into the documentary lane or? What are the outlooks coming for 2024? So we, <laughs> yeah, 
Um, well, we're going to try our best to get on schedule um, yes. <laughs> on a Life. schedule. And we're going to be trying a couple different things. And we, we, we need you guys to tell us what you like. Um, we're going to try a few things. We're also going to try and watch our time, which is incredibly hard for me. As you know, I ramble. Um, but we're going to try to keep ourselves on a timeline uh and not go so far off topic all the time maybe i don't know probably but when you have when but, we have um, good conversations what are you gonna do i mean come mm-hmm. on now exactly i'm yeah so we're gonna try a couple different things let us know what you like if there are or excuse me if there is a certain like realm or genre or particular documentary you want to watch or us to talk about i'm open to that if it doesn't suck um or it makes me extremely sad because i don't want to be sad um (laughs) i'm i'm sad enough i don't need more reason to be um and yeah and eventually later on down the line we're gonna try and get on the camera and figure out the youtube god that means i gotta doll the fuck up lord i mean no, I ain't, I'm I'm not. i ain't gonna look what like you a see is what you get i well you can i these aren't uh goggles these are dark circles ladies and gentlemen um i might get pretty a couple times but if we're doing this late at night probably not i got three damn kids that's a lot of kids it's not but it is like if you look at people a lot of kids they got a lot of kids three kids it's a lot of kids this two kids was so nice i love thorin though He's They're adorable. Kids. He's all adorable. They're but often. Anyways. But uh, thanks for yes. coming back. Um, yes. Stay tuned. Again, uh, slide into DMs or whatevs uh, about what you want to see or hear. And uh, let us know if you like the direction we're going in. Because, you know, uh, we're going to do whatever we want anyway. But it's <laughs> nice to hear. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Jesus. Uh, let us let us know and I'll take it into consideration. And, and in other words, what what do they say in Harry Potter as a goodbye or they just say goodbye? Or well, um, it's not Hawaii. No, <laughs> like, I, said, I, said, I, said, I said goodbye, um, but it sounded so terrible. It's always. I think the thing is always. Oh, No, that's reappear. Fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to go put my mm. invisible cloak on and I'm disappearing, guys. You guys Expecto have- Patronum! Woo! You guys have or a is great it, rest know, of your night. Ridiculous. 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 Shit. Get the fuck I off. I wish that one we're, we're leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.